this is Brendan Dillon, defenseman with the Winnipeg Jets, and you're listening to the Front Row Podcast. And welcome back to the Front Row Podcast. This is episode 53. Welcome, Mr. Tyler Briggs. Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me. feel like a co-host at this point. Uh, just happy to be here, man. You look great. I like your hat today, the Winnipeg Gold Eyes. Yes, they changed their uh, logo. Oh, permanently to that one? Not in this one. It was a, oh, okay. a different logo. Ah, right on. Well, I, I appreciate seeing the baseball hat, considering it's a bit of a late spring here That's going on here in Winnipeg. So, nice I, to see. I got um, an Angry Fish beer. Yeah. 2017 Champs. Yeah, he's not chugging it on screen. No. I will say that. It was it's empty. It's empty, and my brother drank it. <laughs> Hopefully he enjoyed it. Yes. Right and on. I don't like Pilsner. Because it probably comes in in case of 13. Yeah, it does. And that's a joke that never gets old around here in Winnipeg. No. Especially after a couple of championships of our own. Yes. And yeah. uh, there's a guy who used to work stock shelves at my store. He doesn't, at my store, he's from Saskatchewan. I was teasing him, oh, yeah. tease him about a case of 13. Oh, yes. Fact, that's the only thing you guys got over us. Like, you haven't won a championship yet. And then we went back to back, and how many how many great cups does Saskatchewan have? Like four, and Winnipeg has got what, like twelve? I can count on one hand how many kind uh, great cups they have. Yeah, exactly, and, and I, I think need three th- of them are in the last like twenty years. So, and uh, I need need three hands to count. Yeah, <laughs> for us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> right on. So it's playoff time, baby. It's playoff time, yeah. Yeah, just kicking off tonight. It's nice to nice to see some meaningful hockey. I think we went a few weeks without any. Yeah. So, I was like, the Jets met, missed the playoffs for the first time for a couple of years, I think. Or twice yeah, I think three. they won four straight seasons qualifying for the playoffs. Not, I don't think that counts that year that they got knocked out in the qualifying round there. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, kind of a tough ending. For the Jets of the season, I know they went out on a winning note, but uh, expectations were pretty high for the club to start the season. Yeah, it kind of sucks that Maurice kind of bailed like partly through. So, yeah, I think it kind of threw the team for a bit of a loop. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they were. Maybe they all kind of knew it was coming. I'm not really too sure. I know the team didn't really, at least from what I watched. You know, I don't watch a ton of hockey these days, admittedly, but. I didn't really notice a huge difference in their style of play from Paul Maurice to to Dave Lowry, so I don't think that they got the results that they necessarily expected from the coaching change. Although, you know what, Paul Maurice has been around a long time. I think that a lot of players were probably pretty shocked, and um, the team obviously is in need of, you know, maybe a bit of a culture change or an identity. Uh, they need to work on that amongst a bunch of other things like playing defense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kind of tough. That team had – there's a lot of analysts at the talk of the year. I remember listening to Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman. They were talking about how high the expectations were in the West or, or for the Jets. And I believe Jeff Merrick even said that the Jets could be the top Canadian team. And we all know how that went this year. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were the GM of the Winnipeg Jets right now, 
and you had to make one move tomorrow, what would you address, and what and who would be the player that you would move, or who would be the player that you would bring in? What 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 would you look at first? Uh defense. Yeah. Pray for a defenseman. Or... So are we talking? Well, I was talking at work today. So would we? Would you be t- looking for like an offensive defenseman, a defensive defenseman, or kind of like just like a mix of both? Uh, try mix both or try to get like a stay home with defenseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and you know what? Last year they kind of, I mean, they brought in Brendan Dillon. They brought in Nate Schmidt. Yeah, two who kind of—I think they were higher-profile players moved in the off-season last year, and it seemed like they had two players that you know would really help the Jets' defense. And I mean, Brendan Dillon had a really, really strong year and was one of those players that I think stood up for his teammates uh, when when called upon and played solid defense. I think he led the team in plus-minus this year. Yeah. I know some people will think I'm a dinosaur when I bring up plus-minus, but it on a team where. Mark Shifley's minus seventeen and Brendan Dillon's plus sixteen or whatever it is. That's that's like a thirty-three goal swing. So, and then of course Nate Schmidt. I think he kind of. I would say he would probably say he probably underperformed. But uh, yeah, I'm not he, too sure where they go from here. Yeah, he's a great uh, room guy. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'm kind of curious. Uh, what the what their defense is going to look like next year because they have so many guys that are under contract. Plus, they've got Sandberg and Hanela coming up, and who should be, you know, one or the other should be a permanent player. Sandberg as well. So it's not like they're lacking defense depth, but maybe they're just lacking that. Uh, you know, maybe a player like, I mean, you think of all the elite teams, you know. Tampa's got Headman, and I mean Florida's got Ekblad, and uh, Colorado's got Kale McCarr now. So it's almost like they don't—they don't really have. I mean, Josh Morrissey—he definitely had a good year this year. Yeah, he kind of emerged as their best defenseman. I would say. I don't know what you think about that, but I was like, say, I'm not a defenseman myself, like you and Bernsey. I was like. It's all good. You got an eye for the game, though. I know you do. So yeah. So it's like, it's like that's the thing. Some people say a good defense is a good offense. Yeah. Oh yeah. It all starts on the back end. Like Pierre Maguire would always say, "It all starts on the back end, Gord." That's where it starts. You need a you need a good quarterback. It's the most important position in football, and it can often be overlooked in hockey and how important that first pass is out of the zone. So yeah, and mm. uh, so. Burns, he can't make us make it on this episode, and he sent yep. us his thoughts from first round to the fourth round. Oh yes, and um, so first round he has Washington over Florida. Yeah, and you know what, Burns, he's a hot take guy, and I respect that because I am too. You know, maybe I'll eat my my words here, but I. Florida just to me is uh, they're a different cat this year. Yeah. See what I did there? Yes. No, they're <laughs> uh, not a cat from Carolina. Yeah. So if I'm going to pick a hot take, it's not going to be this series. 
I've got, uh, I, I would say I've got Florida coming out of this one against the Caps. But, I mean, the Caps won the Cup four years ago. There's still a number of players on that team. Uh, I just think that uh, Florida, I think they set the record for most goals scored uh, in a season in the Cap era, at the very least. Yeah. With like 363 goals or something crazy like that. And so, nice. I just don't see I don't see any teams outgunning them, but hey, Montreal beat them ten to two in the last game of the season. So that's the thing. Like playoffs is a whole different game. So it is. It is. Yeah. So that, you know what? I like it. I like that pick, but I don't. At the same time, if that makes any sense, I I, I don't see Washington beating beating uh, Florida. But then he has Toronto over Tampa Bay. Well, it's sure looking good for Toronto right now. I know this is uh, on the games are ongoing as we get started here on the opening night, night of the playoffs. But uh, no, I thought it was strange. We got an inter squad game on TV. We got Toronto White versus Toronto Blue. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. Oh wait, that's that's Tampa in that. Oh geez, they're getting the wheels beaten off them right now. And uh, I think it's Tampa's. I think it's Tampa's cup to lose. I I see Tampa beating Toronto long term in this series, but we'll see. Then. And that Hurricanes, the bunch of jerks, over yeah. Boston. A uh, bunch Boston. of jerks. <laughs> Don Cherry said it best. Uh, there's no jerks that are going to beat my Boston Bruins in a playoff series. Uh, let me tell you. And Bruins over Hurricanes. That's what I've got, but I'm not very confident about that pick. And uh, it's friend of the show, Tim Hikeway's Pittsburgh over your team, the New York Rangers. Yes, uh, I think you made an error there. Oh, sorry. New York Rangers are not my team, and they will never be my team. <laughs> so let's just clarify that as you sit there giggling behind your uh, your uh, keyboard. Yeah. Not a very nice podcast host, but no, I uh, I would have to say I've got the the Rangers over the Penguins. They've got the arguably the best goal in the league. You're decked uh, down in black might and be red. A hard so. trophy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a Devils fan, as you can see from behind me. I know the listeners can't see, but uh, I got some Devils pictures hanging behind me. But, yeah, the Rangers, I think, have all the tools to come out of the East this year. They added Andrew Kopp, who's been great. They've got former Jet Jacob Truba and Adam Fox. Their their defense looks good. Their goaltending looks good. Deep team. I think that this could be the Penguins' last kick at it. And, yeah, no, I see the Rangers coming out of this one. And he also has Colorado over Nashville. Yeah, I think that one's pretty. I think I don't know if anybody's got Nashville over Colorado. I think they got a, a huge set of you know what. So uh, no, Colorado they could sweep. They could sweep them. Might as well bring up the brooms now. Let's see what happens. And he has Minnesota over St. Louis Blues. That's a good pick. I don't really know what to think of that series. The the Blues in Minnesota, to me, they're almost kind of identical teams. They both play really heavy. They're both very deep. They've both got... The Blues' goaltending situation is going to have to sort itself out, and hopefully it does early there. As uh, Vila Husto is... I think he's got the net to start the series. But, uh, no, I got the Blues coming out of that one. I think they've got one of the deeper teams in the Western Conference. And, like the Caps, they won the Cup three years ago, right? And they got a lot of players left over. So I think the Blues are going to be a tough out for Minnesota, but I do like that they got Flower in Minnesota. So yeah. who has the longest playoff streak in all of pro sports at 16 years. So 
Yeah. And he has Calgary over Dallas. Yeah, Calgary over Dallas. I think most people have Calgary over Dallas right now. Uh, Calgary's kind of a, a, they're a good mix of mean and annoying and skillful. And they've got one of the best goalies in the league in Jacob Markstrom. So, yeah. And Daryl Sutter, it looks like he's uh, rebuilt the 2012-2014 LA Kings. So, we'll see what happens here. But, yeah, no, I got Calgary over Dallas. Probably in five. And... Josh Green's two former teams, the Kings and the Oilers. He has the Kings over the Oilers. Oh, friend of the show. Yeah. Friend of the show. What does uh, Brindsey have? Sorry, I interrupted you. He has, he has the, the Kings of L.A. over the Oilers of Empton. Does he really? Yes. I mean, Brindsey's not afraid. I'll say that. He's got He's got some guts. You know what? Maybe I didn't read his text. I maybe I should have replied with like a face when he made those picks. Uh, I don't know how much beer Bernsey's drinking these days. As a parent, maybe he's stressed out, making some, uh, making some strange decisions. Uh, he doesn't from, uh, have a from... beard right now, so I'm not sure if he that's playing him on him or not. Is that because he's married? Is that why he doesn't have a beard? I don't know. Because it scratches her face. Maybe that's it. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, the Oilers are going to beat the Kings. The Kings don't eat, they don't have Drew Doughty at the moment. Oh, maybe he's back. I don't know. But uh, yeah, as long as the the Oilers get a goalie that shows up, they're going to win that series. Okay. Four or five. Second yeah. round. He has Toronto over Washington. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> uh, then no he, comment. Uh, then he has Carolina over Pittsburgh. Carolina or Pittsburgh. Yeah, that, that would probably happen if those two teams meet in the next round. I like Carolina, so. And, and this is a bit of a shocker here. I kind of yep. disagree with it. Minnesota over Colorado. Yep. Well, I think Minnesota's definitely got the the tools to beat Colorado. I mean, Colorado also hasn't done anything since they've uh, kind of become a juggernaut. They've had a couple early exits and disappointing playoffs. Uh, we all saw Nate McKinnon's exit interview last year after they lost to uh oh geez i forgot maybe it was dallas i can't remember but uh yeah until colorado does anything uh you know i could see something like that happening minnesota's got a good team so then he has the other about our team beating la so calgary over la well it's probably going to be calgary and edmonton that's probably who it's going to be but uh yeah i you know I, I I can't really comment on this because I'm not expecting LA to be there. So then, uh, third round, he has mm-hmm. Carolina beating yep. the Maple Leafs. Carolina beating the Maple Leafs. Well, yeah, if the Maple Leafs make it that far, then maybe. But yeah, I don't uh, I don't necessarily see the the Leafs there. But yeah, I don't know. Carolina's got a good team, so. Then he has the West Conference champion as Minnesota beating Calgary. Both of those teams have what it takes to be in that spot. Uh, You know, I'm kind of secretly rooting for the Flames. Uh, I'm a big Calgary fan myself. So, yeah, I I could see Calgary going all the way. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. Man. Um... He has 
the Stanley Cup champs as Minnesota beating Calgary. That would make a lot of people in Manitoba upset. Minnesota beating who? Carolina? Yes, Carolina, sorry. Well, I'll start by saying that's a that would be a strange looking Stanley Cup final, Minnesota and Carolina, but uh, it would definitely be entertaining. So, I'm uh you know, I'm here for that one. I would I'd like to, I'd like to see that matchup. Those are two very uh very solid teams. I you know, I don't agree with many of Bernsey's picks, but you know, he's got a lot more guts than I do, so. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think for a Stanley Cup final? I don't want to go through all those picks again, but if you were to pick two teams, who would you pick? Ah, uh, I think it could be a rematch of the '96 final. The Panthers and the Avalanche. I think that's a that's a that's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a rematch of 2004 with the Flames and the Lightning. That's what oh, I'm gonna go with. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily, you know, I think Edmonton kind of and Calgary could go either way in the second round, as I assume that both of those teams are going to make it. But you know, in my pool today, I picked Edmonton and Tampa. So maybe switch Edmonton and Calgary out for each other. I'd like to see a Canadian team go the distance, and if they happen to be in Alberta this year, then I'm all for that. So okay, are you ready for some trivia? Yes, I am. I am ready for some trivia. I know their one former coach hates trivia. He used to be mm -hmm. on the TSN panel, and he absolutely well, hated to trivia. Yeah, Torts was not a fan of trivia. <laughs> used to make him look pretty bad, so. Okay. All three of my players, two of their, two of their teams are the same. Two of their teams are the same, okay. Okay, that's the hint. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with the goaltender. Okay. Because if I go with the other players, we'll just give it away. Okay. Um, he plays for the Devils and the Blues. Okay, it's Broder. Yes. Yeah. And next player, St. Louis, mm -hmm. Calgary, Toronto, New Jersey, Chicago, Buffalo, and Montreal. Doug Gilmore. <laughs> Correct. Can't fool me, baby. <laughs> then Devils, Blues. Whalers, Wings, and Rangers. Brennan Shanahan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I, you know what the Shanahan one when you said Whalers, I was like, ooh. <laughs> he was part of the the Scott Stevens uh, uh, thing when I want to say what ended up happening with that. That's a that's a really good. Uh, that's a fun fact for maybe your next episode, but the way that the, the Devils got Scott Stevens from the St. Louis Blues was uh, pretty sneaky, and it turned out really good for for New Jersey. I don't want to I don't want to butcher the story, but didn't uh, Burke trade Shanahan uh, Pronga for Shanahan? Uh Blues, Whalers. Yes, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Or, or somehow, they, or did they play with the team team? 
Oh gosh. Because I, I, like, I know Pronga prayed for the Whalers. Wow. I want to say Shanahan ended up getting traded from the Whalers to Detroit for, for to Detroit for Paul Coffey like later on. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know how Shanahan got to Hartford. I think it might have been for that for that when Chris after Chris Stronger got drafted because he was drafted by Hartford, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. Did, so did uh, J.S. Shiger. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, well, that trivia you and I know. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, no, there's some good trivia there. Where's, uh, um, where are the Senators? Where are they uh, in the draft lottery? I know that's coming up next week. Our teams are... Um, you know, I'm not positive. Winners of the toilet bowl this year, so. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think yeah, Detroit's down there, too. Who's that? I know they're, uh, Detroit's down there, too, so. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough, tough one for those, uh, for, for guys our age. All our teams are down on the dumps while these millennial teams are all ripping it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Yeah, hey, no problem. Always always glad to be a part of it, and hopefully I'll see you soon. And before I do go, I just want to wish, uh, congratulate the St. James Canucks on winning their first championship in, I believe it was something like 24 years or something, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I might be wrong, but uh, two of my former coaches, Gavin Steves, or Gavin McLaughlin and Justin Steves. And Sean uh, Martin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, a uh, friend of the show, Stephen Burns, also involved in the organization. So, And uh, Blair Mir- Mooney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, former John Taylor. I think he was a John Taylor coach, wasn't he, at yeah. some point? Yeah, he was yeah, there so with exactly. those guys, yeah. Yeah, and a uh, buddy of mine, Scott Forkhan, I know he's involved with them as well. So uh, pretty pretty happy to hear that team represents St. James the way that they did this year. They only lost four regulation games. Uh could be one of the best Manitoba Major Junior Hockey League teams ever assembled, according to Stephen Burns' Facebook post the other day. I know I didn't get out to any games. I know you saw the last one, but sounds like a pretty dominating season from from uh, beginning to end, despite not being able to play at their longtime home, the St. James Civic Center. So congrats to the Canucks. Yeah. yeah con- uh, congratulations to those guys. And, yes. And... You and I both have face for the radio. Yeah, exactly. We'll uh, we'll keep this uh, keep this to sound only. Yeah. That way, I don't have to get my hair done before I come on. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and you don't have to put makeup on. Yeah, no, I mean, I, uh, not that you know of, but <laughs> <laughs> eyeliner or guy liner, whatever they call it. Yeah, guy liner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, like all my favorite emo bands. Yeah, you stay classy, Winnipeg. Yeah, you too, my man. We'll talk to you soon. This show is brought to you by Esdale Printing. For nearly 40 years, Esdale has been your source for banners, decals, signs, and your company needs. Check them out at 207 DeBat Street in Winnipeg or online at esdaleprinting.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Esdale Printing or on Facebook. Welcome back to the Front Row Podcast, and I'm here with Adam Huseman. Welcome back. Thanks, Don. Happy to be back. The end of the season's here. Playoffs is just around the corner. And 
it's the most exciting time of the year. I feel like the last week of hockey, if you watch the last week of the regular season, and then you watch the first round of playoffs, you wouldn't even recognize the game. It's so different. It's played differently. And um, uh, it's exciting, you know. Like, I think all these teams in the playoffs, like, personally, other than Dallas and Nashville's pretty good. But, like, other than Dallas, like, I, I could see any team winning the Cup. Like, of course, Pitt, New York, Capitals, like, if they win, I'd be a bit more surprised. But I just feel like every team in the playoffs this year is so deep. And we've known the teams for quite a while now. We didn't know the seeding. Yeah. Vegas kind of was the last push there, but um, obviously they didn't make it. And that's a huge, huge storyline going into the playoffs. But I, I think anyone, anyone really could win the, win the Stanley Cup. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't see Dallas winning, but that's just me. I, I, I've seen him play a couple times this year and I wasn't impressed with them. But if Jamie Benn and Sagan turn back the clock, you never know. So, Yeah, it's a... Like, playoffs is a whole different season than the regular season, so. Oh, it's totally, it's totally played, played totally different by everyone. And I heard a quote the other day um, listening to a hockey podcast. I thought it was a great, great quote. It was, uh, you know, Jamie McClendon actually said it. He said, he said that the NHL playoffs, it's not refed differently. There, actually, there is quite a bit of penalties. It's just, it's played differently. The players just play harder. They back check harder. They don't do those stupid slashes and hooks. And they play everything hard and clean. So as much as it's ref differently and people think that, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I just think the players play it totally differently. And that first week of playoffs is just, it's the energy, the compete level. It's just amazing to watch. It always blows my mind. And I'm sure it will blow my mind this year as well. So I'm excited to uh, start watching on Monday. Yeah, it's like, cause even the atmosphere with the fans is totally different too between the regular season and the playoffs. Oh, you're totally right. You're totally right. And I think the last couple playoffs, I don't think if there's, I don't think there's been fans in the building. You know, the bubble in Toronto and then last year with the playoffs. So, well, I guess in the States there was, but... Uh, not in Canada. So I'm excited to see it. Um, the fans just make it so, so crazy. Like, you know, I was doing my bracket the other day. And I had uh, Calgary and Edmonton winning the first round. And they meet. They would meet in the second round. And how crazy would that be? Like, you know, like that was two fan bases absolutely hate each other. Uh, the same province in Canada. So, like, I am super excited for that. Um, the fan, the fans make it. The fans is what makes the playoffs, playoff atmosphere. The players perform on the ice, but the fans make the atmosphere in the building. Oh yeah, so, uh, like even like yeah, down in the states, like with Pittsburgh and Philly, Tampa, Florida, Toronto, Ottawa, Calgary, and Calgary, Edmonton, and the California teams. If they match up together, you know you have a great series with the teams and the fans. Oh, for sure, for sure. So you see Calgary and Edmonton maybe meeting in the second round. You maybe have Tampa and Florida meeting in the second round, but I am very interested to see what happens there with um, with Tampa and the Leafs. I have Tampa winning in seven, but that series could go either way. 
I have Florida winning, but I don't trust Florida, Florida at all. I have no trust in them. And I was personally hoping for another Pitt Washington matchup with uh, Crosby and Ovechkin. They didn't get it. Um, I think if I think if they both no, they can't meet in the they can't meet in the second round, unfortunately. But uh, I was hoping for another one of those. Those have always been great throughout the years. Yes. So I... so there's some good matchups and. and uh, I'm excited to see because as much as I think I know what I'm talking about and made a bracket, I could be totally wrong and that bracket be totally busted after the first round of playoffs. Oh, yeah. So you think you know what you can choose what teams and somehow like an underdog team will upset that bracket, right? So, <laughs> so Totally. Yeah, I like that. And then the same thing with the NCAA, like you do brackets there, you're thinking, oh, the number one C will beat the number 16 C. That number 16 C can upset that number one team, right? Yes. <laughs> it, it goes, yes. yeah, it's hard to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited. Who who do you got going in the fi- in the finals? Who's your Stanley Cup winner and who's your Smythe winner before the first day of playoffs? Oh, come I know it's like I know some reason the presence trophy's kinda jinx for teams who win it. And there's only a few teams that won the president trophy that actually won the Stanley Cup. And um I don't I kinda want to see Tampa Bay to win the Stanley Cup to make it a three peat since the New York Islanders in the eighties. Yeah. Um I said it's hard to tell. Like you, uh, like you said, like any team right now can win it. And uh, man, it's like Tampa Bay's playing Toronto. I think Toronto can give them a run for it, but I don't want to see Toronto winning. <laughs> <laughs> How much? I like, know. <laughs> yeah, it's like I. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I want Canadian teams to win, but at the same time. Toronto is one of the teams I don't want to see winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say. So, um, yeah, I, I I made my bracket. I have Colorado winning the Stanley Cup against Florida. I just, I, you know, as much as I, I, I think it's either Tampa, Florida, or Toronto, one of those Atlantic teams that makes it to the finals. So because I knew Florida, I thought was going to win the round one. I didn't know who was going to win that first round matchup of Tampa Toronto. So I just picked Florida winning. And I, I think, you know, who could do good is uh, Boston. Boston has been sneaky good recently. And uh, that would be very interesting. So probably I'm going to have my. They're probably good. Uh, Go they're probably a good dark horse team. I think so. I, I'm a little scared of the damage Boston can do. And, you know, with Freddie Anderson being injured with Carolina and stuff, it's uh, puts it makes me look at Carolina totally differently. I had a high hopes for Carolina, but with that goalie injury, I just don't know. So I'm I'm excited to see. I uh, I picked Colorado to win um, in the bracket I made, and I have McKinnon or McCarr as winning the con Smythe. I would say McKinnon. I just I feel like he's going to be a man on a mission and. If he doesn't get injured and Colorado has some good health luck, then uh, I think they're the team to beat. Yes, uh, I can see Colorado winning too. I, I agree with you. Colorado is a good team. I they can yeah. go far. So, 
And yeah, they've been very they've been very good all year. So uh, we'll see what happens. You know, that's as the regular season doesn't mean like you said, the President's Trophy winner like never wins the Stanley Cup. I think it's like two out of the last sixteen or twenty years. Like it doesn't happen often. They're not batting that well. So no. real really, um, like you you just you you I you history would say that those teams just don't win. So I don't have Florida going all the way this year, you know? Yes, um, you remember a couple of years ago when New Jersey played Anaheim in the Santa Cup final and New Jersey won and Shiger got, yeah. Shiger uh, won the Colin Smythe. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. weird. Like playoff MVP going to the t- t- losing team as well. Huh? Yeah, that's, you know, you don't see that often as well. No. And, um, you know, usually they have to do so, they have to be clear cut, like, because the tie always goes to the winner. So they have to be clear cut better than those guys on the, on the winning team. But it's, uh, it's a team sport. Yeah. It's a team sport. So, um, you know, the best team is going to win. So right now I see that as Colorado. I see that as Florida. Just, I, I don't know what Bobrovsky is going to do in net. And then, um, like if I just feel like if the Leafs beat, Tampa in that first round like I don't I don't know if anyone's gonna stop them I'm kind of I kind of think if they get past that first round they could go on a heater so uh, it's exciting to see it's always exciting to be a part of it and watch from the outside and and this is their profession and their life's goal and you see it on the ice how uh, how they'll give every anything you know to win the Stanley Cup uh, so last time Colorado Played Florida in the Stanley Cup final. Colorado won four straight. So, yeah. So we'll see if that happens again. You know. Yeah. Like it's kind of like a rematch from the '96 playoffs. So. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, was Florida new in the league then, or how long have they been in the league? I think they were like early '90s, like because I think Sounds they came in in '91, and then. I think Florida came in with Ottawa in 92. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. So yeah. they're pretty new in the league. So Colorado was good then. They're good now. That would be an interesting rematch there. I think Colorado would take it, but you never know. Yeah, because like Colorado, I think that's the first year they were in Colorado after moving from Quebec. And I think you're right, too. And, uh, and then they got Patrick Wall that December, that December in that trade. I think you're totally right. So that's crazy. The cup that would have went to Canada got stolen. Yes. Then it could. Then Quebec could have been the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup since Montreal yeah. in '93. Yeah. Yeah, but they got got stolen from us. Yeah. Stupid Avalanche stole it from us. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's always a great time of the year. So. And that's, that's the thing. If they stayed in Quebec, probably Patrick Wall wouldn't, wouldn't go to get traded to Quebec. I think I think you're right. I think you're right, Don. Yeah. So it's like it kind of benefit Colorado that like they moved there and they, you know, it's like what if they uh, stayed in Quebec? They can get Wall and like 
they maybe not won a Stanley Cup without Watt, right? Totally. So I was like, then, totally, you're totally right. Yeah. Then um, the original team name for Colorado Avalanche was the Rocky Mountain X Scream. Really? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, then people kind of got upset about it, and like they hold a team name session, and they went with Colorado Avalanche. Crazy. I like the Avalanche. That's a good name. Yeah. And I kind of think I kind of agree. It's kind of a weird name to call them, like the Rocky Mountain Extreme. <laughs> That'd be a little crazy. And that kind of sounds like an ice cream thing, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, when you uh, played and tried, said you, you made playoffs, like, how did you get ready to go from regular season to playoffs? How did you get your mentality going from regular season to playoffs? So I, I think you, I think it's kind of scary because we'd always finish first or top and we'd always be like the favorites going into the matchup. So like you, the preparation going into it is totally different because you're playing during the season, you're playing three games and three nights. You're playing three different teams. You're playing Kelowna Rockets, Vancouver Kamloops, all different. So you get the the Spark Notes version of the scouting report on these teams. They have a good power play. They they four check one four. Like just little stuff, right? They have a good goalie. Blah blah blah. But then in the playoffs, you know, you you're playing whoever in the first round. And you're knowing everything about every little player. Like this guy can't turn left. He can't stop. Like I'm being, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know everything. So I always enjoyed that part of it because I was like, I just felt way more prepared. You know, like sometimes in the regular season, it's just a Tuesday in Kamloops and you're just playing and, and you don't really know who's on the third or fourth line on the other team and, and stuff like that. So you would just know everything about every player. They're all their tendencies and you knew everything going in. There's no surprises. There's no surprises. But then the scary thing is being the favorite is everything starts at zero. It's zero, zero. So as much as you tell yourself you're the favorite, you're better than everyone and that you should win, that there's no guarantees. So I was always nervous the first couple games because they're, you're going to get their best. And I always felt like the first round was so hard to get out of. And then it was easier after that. So um, I always liked I always liked the um, playoffs. I always liked the preparation for it. I always enjoyed the battle of it and stuff. But I, it's just totally different. So you'd be prepped more, and then and then the it starts at zero. Like you know, you're, there's as much as you finish in first place. The only thing you get is game seven in your building. You get home ice advantage, and that's it. And even, and even in the dub, it was a little different because sometimes with like build, uh, like scheduled building things, like there'd be circuses or horse shows or different things in buildings. We'd have to do a, like a two, three, two format or like a two, one, one, three format. Like it was so weird. So it was different. Um, obviously way different than the, um, regular season, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It's like, especially a, um, you don't see certain teams for like two years and you face them in the playoffs in the later playoffs. So it's kind of hard to tell like 
scout them in the playoffs if you see them later in the playoffs, right? Yes, yes. So, like, my one year we went to the final, we played Calgary. And we had no idea what to expect. We played them one time. I think we lost 3-1 or something in the regular season. We hadn't played them. No idea. They're... They're kind of the underdog. We thought Brandon was going to win, so we were thought we got the easier matchup, and they pumped us 8-1, 7-1, 6-1. Like, every game, they just pumped us. So it was tough. Um, they're obviously the better team, but, yeah, we had no idea. You think you have no idea what you're going in for, and you're totally blindsided. So, Like, like do you prefer that, like, playing a team every two years, or do you want it more, like, play them once a year kind of deal? I don't play them once a year. I want to know what they're about. I want to see everyone. You should play every team every year, for sure. Yeah. Yes. I understand they only do that for travel reasons kind of thing, but it's like, same time you want to see them, like, more than once, right? Like, more than two years, right? Of course. Like, how many times has Crosby and McDavid played against each other? And I think they played each other again last week where it meant nothing, you know? So it's just got to happen more often. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you play the other division, conference twice a year, right? So, like, one home, one away. So, it's kind of hard to do, right? So, it's like, you have to take some games some somewhere, right? Play your division less and play the other conference more, or. Yep, totally. Yeah. Totally right done. But it's just tough with scheduling and travel and stuff. So I understand the reasons why. Why not? Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on. No problem, Don. Enjoy the game today. I really appreciate coming on the podcast. And let's catch up in a couple months and uh, see who the Stanley Cup winners are. And, and I think we're excited for uh, great playoffs ahead of us. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Tra- uh, travel safely. Thanks, Don. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Front Row Podcast. Download the show on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Contact us on Twitter or Instagram at Podcast Front Row and join in the conversation. Catch us next time on the Front Row Podcast.